is your test kit so small? Have you still got the mini ones? Yeah. Oh, we've I got the big pack. Have you seen the new ones? No. This girl did an unboxing of the new lateral <laughs> flow test kit. She was like, lateral flow test unboxing. She was like, unboxing part two, unboxing part one. I was like, oh my God, I'm so invested. And like the, the actual thing, it has like a bump and then a bump and a bump and a bump. And this bit's like how much more shallow. How, mu- how many millions are they investing into these new lateral flow tests? I don't tests? know. Like they how don't much even... plastic? Yeah. It, yeah. Can we get a reusable lateral flow? Yeah, because yeah. on a real note, all you need, you don't need this plastic shite. Yeah. You just need the, like, bit inside, which is, like, paper. Yeah. That's the paper. only important bit. Oh, I've never taken one apart, actually. Whoa, yeah. that's interesting. I know, right? Oh, I dropped Me it. Me and Georgia did it for the first time. Oh. It was kind of, like, oh, anticlimactic, though. No, I love that. I want to see, like, where the, 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 the positive line is. Is it underneath? Where is it? Or does or it just... it doesn't show up appear. because you don't have... It will appear. Oh, my God, I would love to go through the science behind this with you. It's so really? much fun. Wow. It's all to do with antibodies. So much Explain. fun. It's the same science behind a pregnancy test kit. Yeah, so like, okay. The first line is, okay, you're normal, you're human, uh-huh. that type thing. And the second line is, oh shit, we've just got, co- like, a COVID <laughs> antibody has, ba- like, a COVID antigen has bound to our antibody, you have COVID. Wow. It's really cool. It, like, goes into a lot more detail. That is that. riveting. Yeah, honestly. And, like, pregnancy tests, oh, it's all so cool. <laughs> women in stem this is very topical great for it is very topical <laughs> wow women in stem hey guys welcome back to the fourth episode of the pod today i have another guest <laughs> hi i'm sophie i'm liddy's cousin uh-huh cousin to the stars bestie the one and only <laughs> <laughs> yeah my best friend my best friend <laughs> <laughs> and today we are going to be talking about feminism because it's something we're both very passionate about and you have a plethora of knowledge love that topic uh-huh. <laughs> me and sophie we love to rant on our stories and you ran literally just on feminism yeah. and i rant about the government yeah so mm. yeah we can um we can bring our knowledge together and uh can you uh, introduce yourself? Tell us a bit about yourself. What I make, I was about to say, what I make every guest do. Like, I have one <laughs> guest. <laughs> a bit about myself. Okay, I live in London. I am literally obsessed with talking and debating about issues like feminism. Like, I'm obsessed with it. Once you get me talking, <laughs> you cannot get me to stop talking. Like, people will see on my story random rants uh-huh. at 2 a.m. and it will uh-huh. be like, we need to get this done now, guys. <laughs> and everyone will be like, shut up. We don't want to hear it. I'm like, where did that come from? Literally. Um, How long have you known me? I have known you since I came out. Literally, I was <laughs> in the hospital. <laughs> there. Like, she's known... Wait. Oh, I was about to say you've known me longer than I've known you. That's just not true. <laughs> That's not possible. Yeah, I'm three months older than you. Yeah. So I've known you all my life minus three months. And I've known you all my life. Wow, that's wow. it. Minus maybe like a few hours. Yeah, most. Yeah. Because there's a picture of you literally there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crazy. And yeah, we just haven't let, let, let go of each other since. <laughs> we just haven't left each other alone since, basically. That's basically yeah. it. That's our story. And yeah, it's and everyone always like it's like oh my god, you're so lucky you have a cousin who you're like good friends with. And I'm like yeah, I know. It's it's very rare, I think. It's like also I think obviously we're so close in age. The rest of our cousins, as we were yeah, saying yesterday, yeah. have babies, are married. Yeah. So it's like, and like we're three months apart. The rest of them are like twenty years older than <laughs> us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like thirty and like yeah. married, have kids, and we're not even gonna have kids. So. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I am. Are you? I think so. Really? I thought you weren't going to. I'm so scared of childbirth. <laughs> that is, like, my big thing. <laughs> I'm terrified of childbirth. I am not going through that. Like, surrogacy? If I'm rich, yeah. surrogacy. Low-key. But I want to breastfeed. What? I think that's a really good experience to have. Mm, I don't know. But you can induce it without having a baby. Right. But I just think surrogacy is I just don't want kids. I know, yeah. I just don't, like... I'm... Like, not to be selfish, but, like, I just want my own life. I want... I don't want to give up my life for caring for a kid that... Yeah. No, I completely get you. I don't you. know. 
they actually say recently like it's like I saw an article the other day it's an all-time low for American women to have babies and I'm like I don't blame them I wouldn't do it and it was like, what does this mean for the population? Actually, it means, you know, the crisis <clears throat> yeah, about being yeah, overpopulated yeah, yeah. is it's, going it's down. better. I think it's so selfish. People who have, like, three plus kids, it's so selfish. Oh, like, when they say, I want a big family, like, this is my family of 11 children. It's like, and then you're asking for money from the government. It's like, dude, you, you, that's on you. That is on you. Yeah. Kids are expensive. Like, you've got to think before you have kids of the most expensive case scenario if that yeah. makes sense like they all go to uni what yeah. are you gonna do then that's like plus a million pounds and then they want to do a master's Ooh. yeah <laughs> like it's crazy and it's like how can you love each of your 11 children equally yeah like it just mm, i'm not buying it if they say oh, no, no. Want equally no man no i actually saw a girl on tiktok and she I say that, like, TikTok's a credible source for any information. <laughs> it's just not, but... And she was saying she had, like, 20 siblings or something. Her older siblings brought her up, and she just was telling everyone why it's such an awful idea. Yeah. And she was saying it's literally selfish. Yeah. Selfish to your kids and to other people. Like, I'm an only child, so I'm a big advocate for just having the one kid, because you will be able to... Like, as a parent, you'll have such a good relationship with your child, and and you have such a good relationship... Like, I have such a good relationship with my parents and mm. I like I get oh you know having one child that's so hard that's not fair on the on the child it must be so lonely no I know I think that's also because like we're more siblingy than cousiny yeah that's true it's less of a cousin type relationship but like I I love the two children thing. yeah I think two children like I love having a brother yeah but I think that's good but two, three yeah. four just just Please. Two siblings, I, I honestly don't think I could deal with. Like, can you imagine me living in this house with another person? Yeah, it's like the bathroom times. Nobody yeah. uses the upstairs shower. <laughs> Everybody uses one shower. Yeah. It would be crazy. It's bad yeah. enough as it is. But yeah. Literally. So yeah, anything else you want to say about yourself? What's, what's been vibing with you lately? I asked Amy this. What's, what, been, what's vibing been vibing? With what, what music's been vibing with you? What music's been vibing with me? Yeah. There's this playlist. I don't know whether I can advocate for another playlist on Spotify yeah. on your podcast. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's not, yeah. But there's this playlist called Feeling Alive and Free. Uh-huh. And it's just those really, like, those songs with, like, the best beat drops. Uh-huh. Or, like, really powerful songs. Right. And I'm addicted to them. I love that. It's so good. Like, um, what are they called? Yeah, stuff like Tears for Fears and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I... Coldplay, you know, the mm-hmm. really hard-hitting songs. Mm-hmm. And I just love it. I'm so into love it right that. now. But, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Love that. Okay, so, as I said, this topic is going to be on feminism. We've already, we've already kind of delved into, like, the whole... <laughs> childbirth and, like, childbirth. <laughs> so, yeah, we're off to a good start. Um, I have, like, a list of stuff. So, basically, I'm going to cover... I can't even do my own password. I am going to cover the history of feminism and sort of, like... It it sounds relevant, but it, it will be relevant, and it, it's not as boring as you think. And then Sophie has all the... She just has everything, right? First thing I'm going to say, the thing I'm going to start with... Yeah. ...is the feminism ideology. Mm-hmm. Now, the feminist ideology and feminists have been, like... The movement has been tainted. No, the ideology has been tainted because it's been, like, marketed as just a protest movement. Whereas feminism is an actual political ideology. It's like liberalism and socialism. Mm -hmm. Oh, just want to mention, conservatism is not a political ideology, okay? It is just just a... Well, actually, it should be a political ideology because the definition of a political ideology is a group of like-minded people who share the, the same interest and then... Which is basically what a political ideology is. But apparently, conservatism is not a political ideology. So, yeah. They shouldn't exist, basically. They shouldn't exist. <laughs> so you can use Tory as a literal insult because it's just a thought. Mm. It's just a, 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 thra- a frame of mind rather than an actual political ideology. Yeah, there you go. Beat any Tory in an argument with that. Uh-huh, <laughs> literally. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, yeah. So the first sort of feminism movement and the first kind of... What's the word? Not... <sighs> origins? Yeah, yeah. I would say the origins 
of feminism, sort of the first steps that were taken mm. were by the liberal thinker Mary Wollstonecraft, mm-hmm. who basically advocated saying that women have the equal like the equal intelligence and also a different kind of form of intelligence to men so we should use them in our economy because without women we are actually hindering our economy if we leave out a whole gender we are hindering our economy so she wrote this in her um vindication of the rights of women um i've read this book don't read it don't read it. I'm telling you now, do not read it because it is so hard to understand. Um, it's, it was written in the 17th century. Mm. So, no, 1700s, 18th century. Don't read it. Just just take what I've said from it. It basically just summarises that women... The education system needs to be reformed so that allows women to get an education, basically. And that's mm-hmm. all she kind of did, but she was, like, the first person. Oh, and there was this big fear that any woman that acted like a human being like you know not because i think there's this whole like oh you're not a you're not a human being you're a lady you're yeah. weak you are you know feeble mm. you're not a human being like mm. you know you can't think for yourself so anyone that tries to be like a human being would be risked to be labeled masculine which mm. they all they all fit but she kind of suggested that you know this isn't actually a bad thing but yeah so that was mary wollstonecraft and then Simone de... Oh, how do I say that? You do French. De Beauvoir? De Beauvoir? Simone Beauvoir. de Beauvoir. Beauvoir? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she said that... Or she recognised androgyny and proposed the idea that there were actually... There were only um, biological differences between men and women and not actually, like, intellectual um, differences. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had this very... A uh, famous quote which just said which says one is not born but rather becomes a woman so it's like you are born a you know biologically a woman but it's what society has put on you that makes you the woman you know the feeble weak unintelligent woman i feel like that's a very very good quote like that's uh, yeah. very good because when you were in primary school you were running around competing with all the boys you were mm. trying to beat them in races you were playing football with them all of this it's when you become conditioned yeah into thinking that you are weaker mm-hmm. and that you need to act weaker yeah that's when it starts to hit so in secondary school all the girls are like oh my gosh i couldn't possibly do this you know stuff like that because they've yeah. been conditioned into it not mm. because they are physically weaker mm-hmm. it's yeah 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 it's such a good quote and then more recently into sort of postmodern feminism betty frieden advocated yeah. for equal employment rights for women which helped back like break the cycle that women were associated primarily with domestic work Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like you know and especially during the war that was a big driving point where people where women were now working in factories okay then i'm going to come on to capitalism and how capitalism has like been able to uphold the patriarchy and how the patriarchy is basically a a result of of capitalism because Mm -hmm. they you know they're they're told that their their primary um important no their primary role role is to uh is to have the kids and look after the kids and find a man whatever Mm -hmm. and this doesn't allow them to explore or pursue any any careers or any any interests yeah so they're tied to that domestic work Mm -hmm. and that domestic work then allows the men to go out and earn the money and Mm -hmm. now this is where the capitalism comes in because they are exploited not just by capitalism itself but by their husband's workforce because Mm -hmm. their them staying home doing the domestic work allows the economic structure um of men working long hours to be upheld because they're making the time for the men to work and then it not only exploits the women but it also exploits the men because Men are then it can it can makes this convention that men should work such long hours. Yeah. But that's not good for the men's mental health no. either. It's like they're you know away from their family. They don't have the chance to connect with their children or spend time with their wife. Definitely. And so it, you know it's not just the women. It's mainly the women because you know they have to they have to stay at home with with the children and. I yeah, I do think that's so important to recognize that gender roles and the patriarchy it harms everybody. 
gender roles harm everybody whether it's like men are in a better position because it's it's cool for them to go into stem it's cool for Mm, them to go into mm -hmm. any field they want they are still under pressure to not Mm. stay at home with kids yeah and work so hard like it harms both sides yeah yeah Yeah, definitely um yeah and so this is what's called um two for the price of one labor where the man is being paid for the woman to be able to stay at home Mm. basically i think that Mm -hmm. like feminism has been very heavily criticized and this it's the sort of the movements that we've talked about here they're very much based around the white woman's feminism okay, that does yeah and so when we get to more modern feminism so with the workings of um bell hooks they talk about intersectionality and that they say that you know the feminism that we've encountered is very white cis yeah middle class woman but actually a black woman's feminism is completely different yeah to like a lesbian's feminism yeah. and that that needs to be addressed now mm-hmm. like uh in the modern feminism yeah definitely so like as you said it's always centered around like a skinny eurocentric feature middle class white woman like mm-hmm. it has yeah. always um i guess because it the feminism movement generally stemmed in like we see it a lot in England and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm. Um, but it has always stemmed around them. And I feel like there's this... Yeah, definitely. Feminism has been so entirely criticised because it's almost as if when a movement focuses on the lesser issues... So when you focus on... I don't know what's too much to say, but like when you focus on stuff like free the nipple, mm-hmm. of course, it's a problem. It's It's like a it's a weird problem that we need to overcome as a society. It's like a mental block that everybody yeah. has. However, it's the internalised. Yeah. yeah. Is it the biggest problem? No. And I think men will see people campaigning for stuff like that and they'll, that's what makes it seem, like, quite pathetic. Yeah. Because we and don't... quite protesting rather than a political... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like we don't see... Men and boys aren't enough exposed to the real problems, like, you know you know, black and Hispanic women facing the highest rates of gendered violence and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and domestic Mm -hmm. violence, Mm -hmm. they see, you know, the the white woman's free the nipple campaign and they think, well, this is a joke. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's not. It's just obviously some people, some feminists, you could say, have less to worry about, but we need Mm -hmm. to be focusing on women of Mm colour who and, you know, women who are part of the LGBT community. Mm -hmm. Um because those are who need it most Mm -hmm. um yeah 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 definitely Mm, oh i think another point tying into that is like many liberal boys you know Mm -hmm. you know the type like Mm -hmm. uh they claim to be liberal and they claim to be feminists Mm -hmm. i think a lot of them possess what i like to refer to as like surface level feminism Mm -hmm. so they will say what you think yeah like what they think you want to hear so Mm -hmm. they'll say like yeah equality for both genders really surface level like rhetorics Mm. that are so overused and you can Mm -hmm. kind of tell and it's that they the the both genders it's like yeah so you're Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) yeah it's like okay (laughs) okay and it's like okay when they're you know girl best friend is pretty girl best friend yeah. who they're into is saying that he's like to her yeah, yeah. i'm totally a yeah, feminist yeah, yeah. when it comes to a um you know like a physically impaired black woman who's trying to get out of a domestic ho- like domestic abuse yeah. household like or like a, will a, tran- he, a trans woman yeah exactly will he keep up the same will he keep up the same I don't know what the word is. Oh, for yeah, it. the same um, energy, the same... Yeah, thing. the yeah. same energy. I doubt yeah. we will. Yeah. It's very surface level. It's like they haven't even put much thought into it. Yeah. They just want to appear like the good guy because mm-hmm. they claim to be liberal, so... Yeah. Um, this is like... This is like... I ha- Okay, I have a big problem with mm-hmm. TikTok communist girls. It's like... Mm-hmm. Honey... Honey, have you have you even like I think you've only just brushed the surface of communism. Like mm-hmm. you are only taking into account the ideal communism. Yeah. Have you have you did you see the Bolshevik? Like have you seen 
do you know anything about Russia it's very in the much early like, 1900s? It's very like, much like, what? oh, but we'll all share the money so no one will be poor. Yeah, and it's like, like, do you oh. know about the Soviet Union? Do you yeah. know? Like, it was, it was, people couldn't afford anything. People were dying. Like, yeah. a communism, it's a regime. Like, it doesn't work. And I think people get very tied up in the, oh, socialism is the same thing as communism. It is not. It is completely different things. Like, they are not, they're not tied together. I think this is one I hear a lot of conservative people use, this comment. So I don't try to use it too often, but I think it kind of sits right with me. And that's that capt- uh, communism, like, it quenches people's creativity mm-hmm. and their willpower and their drive. Yeah. Because if you don't have competition in life, yeah. like, you don't have winning and losing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and no, we're point. not, we're not, um, is it? condone what's the one where you agree condone your we condone yeah no we're not condoning capitalism mm. or no no okay well, capitalism to a certain extent is good yeah what is going on at the moment is capitalism on drugs like yeah. this capitalism we have right now is crazy yeah we just need to like pare it back a bit and we don't need to go full bone communism because as you can tell i don't agree with communism no but yeah something a little bit more liberal I feel like people just see capitalism and communism. They think capitalism is rich people get richer, which yeah. at the moment it, it is, is. Yeah, but that's technically it, that's not yeah. what it's meant to be. No. But then they see communism as in, oh, we'll all share and have yeah. a good time because yeah. then we'll have the same amount of money. Yeah, like you're not going to be saying that when you're queuing for your bread. Exactly. It's And it just like quenches everything. Like, like sounds, I mean, yeah. I mean, unless we're really ill-informed, but I mean, mm. I have studied socialism. I have read a book on Russia. I have like yeah. Russian history. I have watched a, vi- a documentary on Russian Revolution. So correct me if I'm wrong. But if you have any other points to tell me that capitalism is a really, really, uh, communism is a really, really good idea, please enlighten me. Yeah, honestly, like <laughs> it's. Yeah, I think TikTok is something else. Yeah. Like, people take an idea and they run with it. Like, they, they do, sprint. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh-huh. The, um, the freaking, like, I just dodged swearing then. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I swore on this. Okay. The, like, the pro-life side of TikTok, the Republican Trump side of TikTok. <gasps> Have you seen the, um... Sorority Rush girls from Alabama. Oh my gosh, it's, it's scary. So scary. Yeah, imagine them coming to London. They would be like, <laughs> like a London school. Oh are you serious? God. And uh, oh my it's god, like rushing Bama this year. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, why do you want to be in Alabama? Like, oh all your rights are gonna be taken away, girl. It's so scary. They're like. Hey y'all, this is my outfit for Rush Day 2. Yeah, like, oh my oh gosh, my that is God. it. <laughs> the earrings but are from Rush Day 2. But it's like, <laughs> but it's like you, people aspire to this. They aspire to such shallow things as being in their college sorority. It's just, and it's all white girls. Yeah. It's all like white privileged girls. And it's like. Same with frat, frat boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. don't even get me started. I think I'm um, like. I guess you may have American listeners. Yeah, so, but I don't think I have any frat. I have no. rush Alabama kids. But I think the thing to remember is in England, <laughs> that stuff does not happen. No, oh my really gosh, really that doesn't. is so... I think I was talking to an American person on this random app the other day. Oh, and they were smart. like... "It, huh? smart. Yeah, it's like, it's this walkie-talkie app that's great. You can talk to anybody all over the world. It's so much fun. And they were like, oh, come on, like, it can't be that much different. I was like, you have no clue how different the American yeah. and English school systems it, are. And, and like, like, just the countries in general, like, yeah, I could go on about this, but yeah. He said to me, like, so you so you don't sing your national anthem? I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't even know the words. I know the first... God save our gracious queen. God save our noble queen. God save the queen. Send yeah. us our... Glorious, happy, happy, and no, send. Is it send or is it save? Send us this. Send our victorious. <laughs> ha- it's something about victorious and yeah. glorious. Long. <laughs> what I think is victor- um, victorious. The show. <laughs> <laughs> See, we don't even know it. We don't even know it. It's just very, very different. No, at a sporting event, we have to like we please rise for the national anthem, but they just play it like we just stand there like. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, I think, like, yeah, sports in America and England is so diff- uh, different, too. Yeah. Like, 
I'm on the netball team in my yeah. school in England, but that's nothing like being yeah. on like the, the track team yeah. in America. You know, like nobody yeah. goes and watches our matches. <laughs> We've had like the basketball team once watch a match and then get bored halfway through and leave. Yeah. We don't have cheerleaders. Like, nothing. Like the sc- I think school in in the UK it's so much like low key. Mm, in America, it's a massive thing. Like it's so full. They're like blown. corporations. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And like every school has like their merch. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It's NGS merch. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Honestly, can I imagine if our school had merch? <laughs> Honestly, That's so yeah, it's just such a different vibe. And, like, I think I've always said, like, I don't think I could go to America because of so many extremist views there. Yeah. And I think, literally, the abortion thing that has been going on in America... Yeah. That has been... That has been eye-opening. Uh-huh. Because for every um, person who critiques feminism by saying, we don't need it in first world countries anymore, you're completely wrong. Mm-hmm. You're, you are completely wrong. Just mm-hmm. look at America... Look at where you can get imprisoned. Yeah. This is a story I wanted to bring up. This mm-hmm. is quite a sensitive topic. Okay. Just saying it now. Um, we can put trigger warning on. Yeah. So a woman in America was prosecuted and imprisoned until she, like, loads of people campaigned for her release for miscarrying because she was shot in the stomach and the judge said you should not have entered a physical fight while being pregnant. She was shot in the stomach and lost her baby and she was imprisoned for it. I was shocked. That's- like that's devastating. No that is so backwards for for a free country yeah. like America. Is it proposed to be? Who claim themselves as one of yeah. the best countries in the world? It, that's so backwards. No. Honestly, I their views on abortion are disgusting. Like also the one where it's like the argument where it says only if the mother's life is in risk, like is at risk. But you don't know that. You don't know. Like it could be at risk at any point in the pregnancy. Yeah. Also, like, like giving birth. Okay, so maybe her life's not at risk, but if she's going to be mentally traumatized yeah. for life, yeah. then she shouldn't be giving birth. Yeah, she's eleven she's years go, old and having yeah, twins. If she's she going to go to the birth. root of drugs and, and alcohol, then like, and and the fact that the healthcare is not free there as no, well. No. Like, it's bad enough as it is. People saying, I think this is also a very sensitive one, but shaming mothers if they don't keep their babies if they know Mm. very early on that their babies are going to have insane disfigurements Mm. and not Mm -hmm. being able to live their life to the full Mm -hmm. that is a hard ask for Mm. a working class family in america Mm. to have that baby Mm -hmm. and then pay for all the extortionate bills that come with it it's but then and then and you don't have like no i don't know what i'm gonna say no yeah so it's like you can't ask of that like maybe your rich friend should have kept her... You think she should have kept her baby because she could pay the medical bills. Even Mm. so. Because, like, guess what? It's not... You don't need to justify it because it's her choice. Yeah. Like, I don't care. It's her Mm. choice. Oh, gosh. It's just so... Such a big topic. I hate it so much. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, I was also talking to another American guy the other day, and he said, even if the mother's life is at risk. He said a respectable doctor should not perform an abortion, even if the mother's life is at risk. You are asking someone to give up their life Mm. for a baby. That is, Mm. if a man went through pregnancy, you try tell me for one second Mm. that he would not have the right for abortion. Mm. And again, it's the men making laws about women's bodies. Like, they don't go through this. They should not be the ones that are making the laws on it. Like, they don't deserve to make the laws on it. They don't, absolutely not. Like... You will never know, a man will never know the pain that a woman can feel after miscarrying her child, Mm -hmm. only to get prosecuted for it. Why would you punish someone for that? That's awful. That is so awful. And also, additionally, if you make abortion so restricted, you are going to have many more fatalities of scared young girls performing home abortions and and dying. They're dangerous. I wonder why the... The suicide rates go up. It's like Literally. it's all it's all relevant. You want to solve your drug problems. You want to solve your suicide problems. Yeah. Start at the roots. Start yeah. where. Start in your healthcare. Yeah. Start in your the examples being led by the government by the the Supreme Court. Like Literally. If if that's not stable, then nothing's going to be stable. I'm sorry. Honestly, yeah, healthcare they very much need to sort out. You cannot, and I think like another one was saying oh yeah, uh, not enough money is not a good enough reason to abort a baby. Hang on a minute, because, like, then she's going to go steal 
the essential yeah. she needs to bring up a baby from a shop and then you're going to imprison her yeah and then you're going to wonder why your your prisons are so overcrowded exactly exactly and like it's... but not even that because it's like the the and also then there's a double standard it's like if it's a black woman who yeah. probably like i don't want to be stereotypical but it you know it's more likely that they will not have the financial security or um like stability from a husband or a boyfriend to then we'll, won't have the financial security and we'll have to steal and then you're gonna imprison them that is another note like the poverty areas in america are heavily populated by non-white people and that is not i i do not i do not even want to begin to hear the argument that mm-hmm. oh well they get it they get into gangs so they don't go to yeah. school it's always a, it's, it's, always it's a cycle it's a them problem. yeah it's, it has it's never you yeah it's never us it's always oh it's them honestly i will tell you now black families being trapped in a cycle of poverty in america Mm -hmm. is such a huge issue like and it it stems from racism Mm -hmm. it stems from systemic racism it's it's not it's really not good enough it's honestly so awful and so yeah like a black woman probably is going to be less likely statistically to afford the stuff she needs to bring up a baby and then you guys are gonna put it all over the news is yeah. she's going to be a thief, you know? Mm-hmm. Not not a mother who's struggling. She's going to be a thief because she yeah, wasn't allowed like, to abort her like, baby. Um, black woman steals um, like abortion medication or, you know, you can take pills that will... Yeah. And it, but no, it's woman who has her own body, her own dreams and aspirations, mm. may have been raped. Mm. Your, her, her state cannot give her, um, allow her a legal abortion, so she has to risk her her life to get her own life back. Like, it's That's what awful. It is. And they will always, and forever, I think this is such a big problem. If it was a white woman who stole it, they would just be a woman. If it's a black woman, they're a black woman. Yeah. They mention yeah. the colour of your skin yeah. when you were black and not when you were white, yeah. and it's disgusting. It's like, just, just say woman. Yeah. It doesn't, I don't care. Well, like, you wouldn't put curly-haired woman. Yeah. You wouldn't put short woman. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. why are you saying black yeah, woman? Yeah. That has no relevance. Yeah. It's disgusting, honestly. I also want to talk about the stigma around sex work. Yes. Because I am very, like, pro. Like, I'm like, you know, do what you need to to survive. And I think that they get so much shit. It's just, like, the thing is, is, it's, that's such a good point. Because men will be like, Oh, you know that's disgusting. That that's using your body. You say you want equality, but then you use your body for a job. You know yeah. stuff like that. But then they will go and utilize those services, yeah. and it's hypocritical. Mm-hmm. It's like make up your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Do do you want women to use their bodies, or do you not? I'm yeah. really confused. Yeah. Oh, like, or is it is it the fact that they're having empowerment over their own bodies? that you don't like Mm. is it because they're using their bodies for their own financial gain and that's where you don't like it you want to have control yeah okay we just took a quick break well actually not a quick break it was like an (laughs) hour and something break because Sophie had tutoring um but yeah we live for that but we're back and we have a list of things that we're going to oh well we were talking about sex workers we were that was a good topic i think my main consensus for that one is men hate when you choose what to do with your body. They hate when we have empowerment over our bodies. And, like, empowerment can either be covering up, wearing baggy-ass clothes, um, like, all sorts of stuff like that, or it could be stripping off and, you know, doing sex work. Like, it's... Empowerment is your definition. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's very subjective to each person. Mm-hmm. For example, I find I feel a bit more empowered if I'm wearing baggier clothes. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't love tight fitting, you know, stuff like that, unless I'm with really close friends and stuff. But some girls will love to parade around in like basically a bra, mm-hmm. both empowerment. Another thing is like, you know, if you're wearing tight tops and you have boobs, which a lot of females do, maybe you don't. Sorry. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um, but like when you have like big like like larger boobs and you're like parading around in a small top like men hate that and they get so offended by that as if breasts are like a sexual organ Mm. like i had it likened the other day someone likened it to urinating in public 
It's nothing it's like not, that. No. That's a that's a sexual organ. Like breasties, breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. That that's is not a, sexual. Oof, breastfeeding is another topic that gets me. How like how dare you go up to a mother and say, go find a dirty public toilet to do your breastfeeding in instead? Mm. It's not disgusting in any way. Mm. Like, if you think about it so literally, mm-hmm. females have slightly more tissue and fat mm. around the nipple. But mm-hmm. we all have the nipples, mm-hmm. but men are allowed to show theirs some, and women are Some aren't. men's boobs are bigger than mine. For real. And they're allowed to show their, their tits. Like, what percentage of, like, fat and muscle there? Yeah, like, what's uh, what the point? point? Yeah, literally, yeah. what is the point where it becomes a boob? Because, yeah. like, there's, apart from the milk duct, there's yeah. no, there's no actual difference. Yeah, like, men can get breast cancer. Exactly, like, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Where is your cutoff society? Yeah. Because frankly, I probably would not qualify. No. No, you wouldn't. Peace. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like past a certain stage, it's offensive because there's too much fatter muscle around your nipple. Like, how dare, like, you know, yeah. it's so crazy. Yeah. I hate it. It's so mm. annoying. And literally, it's just the fact that men see it as such a sexual thing. It's like, yeah. it's only sexual for the lesbians. And even then, yeah. the lesbians can control themselves. They don't see it as like, they don't want, like, if we were, okay, let's say we were. We would, you know, be able to walk down the street with our tits out. They wouldn't, yeah. you know, go and... We actually have a sense of respect for women's bodies. Lesbians are so respectful. Lesbians are so powerful. Like, we have the power to literally take over the world. And it's that's why people fear us so much. I had... We literally have the power to obliviate men. Yeah, I had this girl... Okay, let's just put it into context. Like, so, there's, you know, if you're talking to a boy as, like, in a friend way, they will, like... They will persist and persist in, like, asking you really, like, intimate questions and stuff like that and making it a bit uncomfortable mm. as if they think they're talking to you yeah. on levels. But I had a girl and she texted me and she was, like, um, you know, really respectfully, like, super respectfully told me that she liked me mm-hmm. and told me she completely understood if, like, that wasn't my sexual preference mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I sent her a nice paragraph back saying how pretty and, like, lovely she was, Mm. but, like, she... I just wasn't... I didn't Mm -hmm, feel the same. mm -hmm. She was so freaking respectful, and I've never had that experience Mm. with a guy. Yeah. Guys are always Because they just come out of nowhere, and they're like, so you like me, I know you like me. Oh, like that guy the other day. I have had that one with this guy for, like, (laughs) a long time, where he he has it in his head that I must like him. It's obviously an ego thing. Yeah. But it's crazy. And And he said, like... He said to me, as if this was the problem, like, oh, you don't need to be insecure. Like, we can talk. You don't need to be in school. It wasn't me being insecure. I didn't think I was too ugly for him. I just didn't... I wasn't attracted to him. And it's like, it just shows you, like... They just, like, every man straight up thinks that every girl is attracted to them. Literally, like, two... Like, I've only had two experiences with, like, lesbian girls being like, hey. I've had one. But both times a million times more respectful yeah. than a straight man mm-hmm. has been to me so mm-hmm. i don't know if that doesn't speak volumes mm-hmm. lesbians are it's not future. women i mean the le- like the the feminist and the lesbian movement goes hand in hand yeah. like like most of the les- <laughs> most of the feminists that like we study they were all lesbians yeah and it like it really goes to show like it really proves a big feminist point which is that it's not the girl wearing the revealing clothes. It is the man's ideologies yeah. and thinking. Because yeah. it doesn't happen with lesbian no, women. No, it doesn't. Like, okay, yeah, sure. A lesbian woman will check out a girl on a train. Yeah. They won't go up. I've never had or heard of sexually anyone. Sexually abuse them. Yeah, anyone yeah, have an experience. I've never been catcalled by a lesbian woman. No, never. Neither. Like, it's always been men. Yeah. So yeah, I think that really does go hand in hand because it really proves the point. Yeah, and it's not like, what we wear. And it's like, it goes back to like the patriarchy kind of thing. It is based on men. Like you how ha- you'll have lesbians couples with a kid that will like share the the working role. Mm. They'll share the mothering role. They'll you know they'll they're both a part of it. They're both the breadwinners and they're both the carers. And it's yeah. like you know. They, they want to. I don't know where I'm going with this. No, I think it's. I think I think you've like hit the nail on the head. Like, um, lesbian families, like with lesbian mums, tend to be like a lot more 
progressive and breaking yeah. out of those roles. Yeah, like, it's yeah. not like... And one thing that lesbian couples will get asked a lot, inevitably, which I've seen a lot, is... Who's who, the man? Yeah, yeah, who's the man in the family? Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. There is no man. <laughs> it's yes, a more there might progressive be someone way. Who is, there may be someone who is more male-presenting. Yeah. But that's just their personal preference. Or there may be someone who tends to work a bit more than the other yeah. does. But that's not... That doesn't yeah. go hand-in-hand hand with masculinity. Yeah, it's like they're both females. Like, yeah. And even if it was a masculine or femme... There's no male. There's no gender to how much there you is, work. No, <laughs> like no one's more dominating. I mean, no, but like totally because people associate these things with men. Like they associate working harder with men and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, hang on, right? So in a in a um in a a gay relationship, no one asks who's the female. So true. Like no one asks. Oh, who's the girl? Who's the sissy? Who's the? It's because who's yeah. the feeble girl who stays at home and looks yeah. after the kids? No, that there's you don't ask that. It's only it's always has to. There always has to be a male. I do feel like um, gay men, just in some slight regards, like so, gay men. Uh, let's be completely honest. I don't need any stats to back this up. Straight cis girls are much more likely to be accepting of gay men than straight cis yeah. boys are. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's just a thing. So I'm not saying it's easier for gay men at all because it's not. However, however, they do have a, in the privilege hierarchy, gay men have the the yeah. top of the the top of the. And also, additionally, like, um, with gay men, I feel like um. I feel like with lesbian women, it's a lot more, are you sure you don't like guys? Yeah. Like, how can you resist yeah, guys? Yeah, yeah. Like, you're yeah. a girl, but with gay men, it's like, they're okay, gay. Yeah. That's that respect, like, respect yeah. their decision. With lesbian, it's like, are you sure you're not bi? Yeah. Is it a phase? Yeah, because because with, pardon me, with gay men, it's like, oh, you can't be bisexual. Like, you... Yeah, there's like bisexual a lack of bisexual men. Bisexual men. But they exist, but they're, yeah. there's such an oppression with yeah. men being bisexual. I don't know yeah. what it is, but it's like they kind of... There's like this, the, the expectation that they they are gay. They're not bisexual. Yeah, there's way more bisexual girls. Or yeah, whereas, yeah exactly. Guys. Whereas it's expected for girls to be bisexual rather than lesbian. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, honestly. Like, some days I will feel so angry about all of this mm-hmm. because you look back at all this stuff and you're like... It's so aggravating. Yeah. And like, and then all the time, anytime you post, mm, or <laughs> something's just remembered in my mind and now I'm pissed. Let's just touch on this. The Sarah- <laughs> you gave me, you gave me some, do you know who Jasmine Masters is? No. You know the Hello. Oh person? yeah. She has all these funny videos and she goes, <laughs> no. <laughs> I need to show you. It just gave me such those vibes. Okay, carry on. <laughs> You ready, guys? Here we go. You ready? The Sarah fucking Everett case. Okay. And the period of time that was uh, before and after it. Let me sit up. Yeah, I have a story for this as well, but you go first. <sighs> the posting on Instagram stories thing. The debacle. The why aren't my male friends posting on their story about this, but they are about the Super League. That angered me to my freaking core I, me and all the other girls I know, we've posted about male suicide rates. Mm-hmm. We've posted about um, uh, domestic abuse against um, men because mm-hmm. it needs to be more talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, backing up gay men and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, mm-hmm. and, but boys refuse, mm-hmm. point blank refused mm-hmm. to post anything mm-hmm. about the 97% statistic or mm-hmm. the Sarah Everard case. Mm-hmm. And it was disgusting. Yeah, like you can't even do the bare minimum. Like posting on your story about anything that's going on is the bare minimum. You can't even do the bare minimum. And also like, they were like, oh, it's not going to make a difference. So why are you posting about the Super League? Mm. Because it's not going to make a difference. So why are mm. you posting it? Mm. Because you know that your followers mm-hmm. see it. Mm-hmm. And it, it just, it, it bothered me so much because mm-hmm. the only excuse would be, what's an Instagram post going to do? So why are you trying to mm. reach the head of FIFA through mm-hmm. your Super League post? Because that's not going to happen. Yeah, It's for your following. Mm-hmm. Like, regardless of how many followers you have on Instagram, there are still people who view your story mm-hmm. And if you put a post like that on your story and someone sees it who really respects you, mm-hmm. they're going to go look at that post and mm-hmm. educate themselves a bit more. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, it just bothered me so much. I, in that moment, I was like, wow, okay, I do, there is a lot of men and boys, like, 
in my following and in even people I would consider friends that mm-hmm. I do I have zero respect for. Mm-hmm. Um, the woman who made it was comedic. It was like made to be a joke about a six pm curfew for men. Yeah, it was a joke. It's and called let me passive, tell you, being passive aggressive. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you why. It's because we as girls have been brought up. You can't walk after dark. Do you know why? Because yeah. you're going to get kidnapped. Yeah. So why shouldn't we say it for men? Because yeah. they're the ones who need to be punished. That was a joke. Like she was reverse yeah. rolling it and seeing how you'd like it. And the point, the point was so far proven by the reaction of men to that comment. They were outraged, and yeah. it was like, "Well, this is our lives." Literally, because if I'm in, if I'm in Central with my friends, my parents are like, "You have to be coming back on a train on a tube with someone, yeah, and you cannot be when it's dark. Like we don't want you to, you to be out there when it's dark." Yeah, like, like I can't, I can't yeah. go, I can't go anywhere in Central without someone else. Yeah, you can't. No, absolutely, like you can't walk after dark. And it's like, why should we punish women? Obviously, it's an unspoken curfew, but every girl has it. Yeah. Like, I my male friends can stay up in London because yeah, I live in like yeah. I live in London. They can stay out in Central Park like one, two in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Stay at someone random's house yeah, and yeah, then yeah. get back home at yeah. seven in the morning. And be like, hi, mum, I'm back. Yeah, it's like if we did that, well, Gosh, we'd have the police after yeah. us. It's it's crazy. It and it would be after the police, you know? It was meant as comedy, but the backlash that that had... And I actually know a guy who decided to mock the movement. He posted... He stood up and he posted a picture on his story. He had two, like, showy dresses in his hand. He was like, what oh, yeah, you want yeah, to yeah, do yeah, for yeah. after 6 p.m. And I'm calling him out. His name's Richard. Thank you very much. <laughs> like, I was outraged and disgusted by that. That is disgusting. Yeah. I don't... And he said his... His, um... His it's argument. Like, oh, so now you want to be feminine? Now yeah. you want to be feminine? Okay. Yeah. His um his argument for that was well men feel um unsafe at night too actually because because we're worried about stuff too and I was like that's great but is it sexual assault? I yeah. don't think so. Does it happen at the rate that it happens to women? I don't think so. Or is it you just ending yourself up in the wrong end of town purposefully and then purposely picking a fight with someone? Literally, like, like that's. We like we, we just exist. And all I like, have to do yeah. to to have a comment made to me by a grown man is go on a run in the morning. Yeah, or stand in the middle of the high street, just there, minding your business. Yeah. All I had to do was when I was twelve, go to netball with Ellie. Yeah, and then it happened. Like it's it's crazy, and I don't think people realize how much it impacts a girl's life. Like mm-hmm. I feel. A lot of people downplay the effects of catcalling, but it makes you feel like shit. Yeah, and I always think of the older generation. Like, even my mum was kind of like, yeah, but that's just how men are. And that's disgusting. And she's like, but, but, and she was like, she literally said, but it's not all men. Yeah. Like, your dad is just I'm like, this is not the fucking point, you know? Like, yeah, okay, my dad's respect, bare fucking minimum. Yeah. Like, do, do better. Like, yeah. It's about the whole thing, like, it's all good that you're against... Like, it's all good that you're not a sexist, but are you anti-sexist? Yeah. Like, because that's what you need to be, to be in, like, this progressive society. You can't just be like, oh, no, women are equal. You have yeah. to actively be thinking yeah. of ways you can help this yeah. and help the situation. Yeah. Otherwise... Like, the society yeah. is built against us. It is literally built against us, not even in um, politics, but in everyday life. Like, I've read this book, which you should all read. It's called... What is it called? I know what women. You mean. No, it's read it's it, but... okay. It's got a red cover, and it's got the like the women toilet sign. What is it called? Women. Invisible women. Yes, that's what oh it's called. Gosh. Invisible women. Read invisible women. It has hundreds of statistics about how the world is built for men. Like so, for example, phones. They are too big for women's hands. Mm. Like our hands are typically smaller we can't like these phones are getting bigger and bigger it's harder for us to use um airbags in cars i had a i had a civil war over zoom in the chat box with my politics class about this basically car like cars are built for men the seats are too big for us like the um the steering wheels are too far away from us we need like um you know it, it's too big the the cars are not built for us and then I did see that, that one yeah. of the boys was like oh get a booster seat and I'm like 
bitch, that's illegal. They were like, get a pillow. Oh no, then I was I was talking about this. I don't know how we got into the conversation, but I was like, yeah, everything is the whole world is designed for men. And then they were like, calm down. And I'm like, no. And I'm like, and then Amy popped in because I'd been talking her, to her about mm. this. She was like, no, like the the um what are they called the airbags airbags yes the airbags on cars are built like they're like too high so actually they would break our necks i think it's just so hilarious isn't it that for the one it doesn't actually affect it's funny of course it's funny to you yeah yeah because it doesn't affect you yeah and like no myself i've never felt the effect of how physically an airbag can like um break my neck yeah obviously that hasn't obviously that hasn't physically affected my life so far but it's just disgusting how the fact that society has revolved around the male species it is like it is it's got to stop it it's kind of basic that seems kind of basic to me like yeah make an airbag that's like okay for like all both people yeah Yeah. why would like gender neutral like why make why not make things gender neutral It, it blows my mind um, what, what were we talking about before this? And I went off on a tangent. Um, we were talking about... The Sarah Everard case. Yeah. Do you have anything else to mention on that? Honestly, it just really, really... And, um, I think another thing was, um, was... Oh, the 97% statistic. I know a lot of boys who are very angry about the statistic. They're angry in the wrong way. Angry in the fact that they thought it was fake. I was like, this is not where you should be concentrating your anger. Your anger should be concentrated into the fact that a lot... And, like, I mean, nearly all of your female friends have been sexually assaulted. And you've got to Like, I count myself so lucky. Like, touch wood, I have not had, like, been sexually assaulted or or anything like that. And I know so many people have been catcalled, like, touched inappropriately... And worse, I haven't yet, and I'm really surprised. I've had some dodge experiences, but, like, obviously nothing ever extreme. Yeah. And But, you know, I can... Out of my friends, yeah, 100% of, my friends of them... Now, yeah. Like, okay, I don't have a few... I don't have many friends, I mean, but I, I, have, I have a hundred percent of I have them. a friend that was sexually abused, like, properly yeah. sexually abused. Yeah, yeah, so... Okay, oh, yeah, and so... You were talking about, like, after the set of our case. So we were in politics, right? We I have many stories in politics. I could try to get up the fucking wall. Um, but it's like, we were having a whole bloody debate because our, our teacher brought it up. And we it was supposed to be, like, a starter exercise. Mm. It took, like, 50 minutes for that. Yeah. Because all, us, all of us girls were in the back row and all the boys were in the front row. And we were just screaming. It was awful. Like, they were... They were just not having it. And they were, like, laughing at us. And, like, when we were saying, like, how we felt about it, they were just laughing at us. And then I brought up the thing that was, like, so... So this was March. So we weren't even, like, properly out of lockdown. You can meet, like, one person or three people. Mm. And they were, like... So I was, like, so... So what really gets me, what really got me, is that football supporters were allowed to parade through the street, like, masses of them, Yet the vigil was, like, um, shut down by police. And they were like, yeah, because football's more important. And the whole, I swear to God, all us girls just, like, shouted at him. And, and then our teacher was like, no, you can't say that. And I was like, thank-. and this was a male teacher, and I was like, thank you. But I was like, how dare you say that? How dare you say that football is more important than women socially distanced and res- like just respecting and paying tribute to a girl, a young, a woman that has died? I think I have had so many cases where I've been angered by those situations. Like it's got me furious. I've shouted at them. If anyone said that to me today. I don't know if I could stop myself tearing up. Yeah, that literally, is I, so... I literally teared up. I was like, are you fucking kidding That me? is so sad. That is devastating. I don't care if it is a joke or if it is not a and joke. And especially a sport that if something goes wrong, there are such high cases of domestic violence against women. Mm. I mean, and you're it... saying that that sport is more important than, than a woman's life? Like, I just, I honestly think whether he was joking or not, whether he thought he was being fucking hilarious or not, yeah. I don't really care, actually. It's not about that. It's physically upsetting. Mm-hmm. I don't think they understand how upsetting it is to hear stuff like that. Yeah. It used to just anger me, but now it yeah. really upsets me. It's like, what if we, you know, like, if we said something about, 
I mean, I can't even think of a situation where because that would come out of any of our minds. I can't even think of a situation where we, in reverse, would be making fun of men's suicide. I can't even think of a situation because it wouldn't fucking happen. Like, it, it one, it doesn't happen because that's just barbaric. Like, we're not going to make a joke about someone dying. Yeah. And two, it's just the way it works. We're never going to have the same way around because of the patriarchy. The whole male race is just so selfish. They don't care. Yeah, they honestly. The if they, it's the other way around, it always has to be about them. Honestly, if it's if it's a women centered problem like sexual assault is, they do not want to hear it. No. You did not have like nobody replied to people's stories of that going. Actually, it happens to women too. Actually, yeah. women commit suicide too. No, because yeah. they don't commit it to the same amount of numbers no. that men do. No. Like, but we can sympathize and we can yeah. empathize and we can do that, but they can't. Yeah, and it's awful. They just lack empathy. And another thing is like. And this is, right, this mm. is why the government, this is why our world is so fucked up. Because if we had more people in power who actually had empathy and weren't, and weren't running a country for their own power gains, yeah, our country, our world, would be, like, I'm not going to say it would be even better because, you know, a lot of radical feminists believe that a world run by women is going to be even better I don't believe that a world run by a single gender mm. is good. Mm. It has to be a diverse mix. Yeah, definitely. Like a, run, a world run by men, not good. A world run by women, also not good. Mm. A gender lead, a gender neutrally run or a gender balanced, mm. multiple gender balanced, you know, we need, we, need, we need representation from every gender. We from, just, yeah. from, I say gender, I'm, it's a spectrum. From anything. Mm. We need all sorts of diversity to run a world that works well. That is such a key thing. Like, you cannot have... I believe you cannot have a creative and fully functioning, like, society without diversity. No. If you had straight cis men at all the age 45 in a boardroom coming up with an idea, they'd all come up with the same idea, Yeah, and then they'd go to the pub and watch the football. Yeah. They'd spend... No, they'd spend... 75% of that, that board meeting talking about football. But if you have a cis white man and then a young teenage girl who's non... Uh, not... Young teenage girl who's non-binary. Young teenage girl who's lesbian and then you have a really old um, Japanese uh, non-binary person. Like, you need all that diversity yeah. to come up with a creative idea. Yeah. You need all that you diversity need people to because fully function. A, a white cis man is not... Or just a white man in general is not going to have the the right knowledge on making laws to protect Hispanic women. Yeah. It just it's just not. And obviously there are stuff like obviously like we don't demon we here do not demonize white cis het men. Like we don't. They are people. Mm-hmm. They are privileged people, but we need them. Like they are vital in society just as everybody else is. Yeah. Like Everybody is so vital. Yeah. Everyone from all different backgrounds. Also, like, um, different uh, like classes. Yeah. You know, because, economic backgrounds. Because we can't discriminate. We can't, we can't go on about... We need diversity without... Dis- we can't discriminate, you know. Mm. Even though we would like to. <laughs> and, we all feel, and we all feel the same way about men over here. But we can't discriminate them. Their behaviours are just... Their ideas be, are their just ideas, as important. Yeah. They're intelligent. They you just know? need to be honed in and taught a fucking lesson. Yeah. And I think, like, a lot of men try to sympathise with the feminism movement, as in, like, they, they will literally say this. So, I'm a man right now. I will say, oh, yeah, like, ever since having a daughter, yeah, it's just changed me. I'm really respectful of women now. Mm, no. Mm, sorry. Mm-hmm. That's not good enough. Yeah. It should not have taken yeah, for you to have a daughter yeah. to make you realise how bad it is to live life as a woman. Yeah. Like, or how, you know, like, the stuff we have to endure and stuff. Yeah. That that comment really, like, gives me an ick. Okay, you're only mm-hmm. just now respectful to women because you've mm-hmm. had a daughter. Yeah. That gives me bad, bad vibes. Okay. All right, well, we're back nearly a, over a day later. Yeah. It's now Sunday. And we're really tired. Mm-hmm. We're really tired. Anyway, we need to finish this off because um, we got interrupted when we finished on Friday. So, I've no idea where we were. I think there was probably just one other thing I wanted to mention about the Sarah Everett case, which I don't know if I did or not. 
but like after it there was a lot of well what do you want you know yeah. so women were protesting and men were like well like, you know what do you want out of this like what yeah. do you want to happen do you want us to you know lock men up and stuff like that yeah. what i want personally is i want consent in all different ways it doesn't have to be sexual mm-hmm. to be taught at a much younger age mm. like if it's part of their development they're mm-hmm. gonna be fine so i saw this mum who actually has a really interesting thing like like they have a game that they play where she'll tickle him or he'll tickle her but as soon as the other person says stop you stop Mm. and it's like you have to stop and it's like he's Mm. three yeah so it's like that's a really basic easy way to teach about consent and i think that's something that needs to definitely be implemented i'd love a nursery to come out and be like look like this is what we do with our toddlers like Mm. to display how we teach consent and but then like it's that. like again people are always like oh but they're too young to understand that it's too young to be teaching you know things that will then lead on to how you act when it comes to sex it's like yeah. but they they need to learn at a young age like they're they're not i don't know they they people feel things at a young age like yeah. the reply i have to someone who does that is Okay, so you're saying that if I teach my three-year-old consent, he won't remember it when he goes to have sex when he's, like, 18. Yeah. Okay, what about the porn he watches when he's 10? Yeah. But, like, you're trying to say, like, that doesn't make a difference either when it clearly does. Yeah. Like, it's just like, okay. I it's think like that is, that is, like, what you learn when you're that age. It's so key for your development. Yeah, definitely. I don't think people know how, like how it shapes young kids like you can shape young kids so easily that's why they say you know it's easier to learn a language when you're a kid yeah exactly so easily yeah um i think also like another thing to remember like if a parent was to come up to a nurse school and be like i don't want my son learning about consent he's only three consent doesn't have to be sexual consent is when like you go to hug a friend and they don't actually want that yeah exactly uh it can be like you know, you need consent in platonic relationships as well as, like, yeah. romantic ones. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, for one that sort of ties into that, I think the sex ed in primary and secondary school is awful. Mm-hmm, really I think is. the fact that boys used to be taken off to a different room while we learnt about periods is awful too. See, I didn't have that because I was at all girls' school. Yeah, so that's it was true. All... Like, the boys would go learn about, like, how to put a condom on and stuff like that, and we'd sit there and learn about periods, and it's like... They, if they want to make laws on periods when they're 40, they should have to have sex ed on periods and they should have to know everything about them. Yeah. Like... If they're going to be the ones in power. Yeah. (laughs) If you want to make laws about it, you need to be just as educated as the people who actually have them are. (laughs) Other than that... I'm really tired. I don't really know what else there is. A lot of people, their idea of feminism is the protest movement or mm. the emma watson speech so mm. it's kind of like people need to people need to know that this is actually a political ideology and it's it's it, and it's deeper than just the we're not going to shave our legs we're not going to shave yeah. our body hair like it's more than that or you know and, it, and it's much more complex there's one more that sort of gets me a bit riled I'd, like i don't know if you want to keep going okay well, 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 well there's just one more it. and it's just the so they want to be so controlling on abortion and they want to be so like you know like if you you know conceive a baby you have to have that baby kind of thing but then for a woman to get her tubes tied in some Mm. places you have to get your husband's permission Mm. and it's like do you want to higher the rates of abortion or do you want to lower them because they're too you know, being against abortion, yeah. but then being also kind of, in some ways, against easy, accessible contraception. Yeah. It's really contradicting. Yeah, it is. They could have a much stronger argument if yeah. they were just for contraception. Yeah, literally. Like, I would agree with a lot of their points if they were like, yeah, let's lower the but rates it, of it abortion. But it just comes back to the thing where men have to have the control over the women's bodies. Mm. Definitely. Like, it's crazy. And... Yeah, that's just one thing that really gets me. They're just so, so contradicting. And then they're also the people to be like, oh, no, no, condoms shouldn't be handed out in school. Mm. Lower the rates of abortion, but please don't give our children free contraception. Yeah. It's a bit crazy. But, yeah, that was yeah, my last no, thing. But it, no, but it comes back to the thing where it's like, 
that is so 1920s like women have to get permission from their husbands or yeah. and then it's also like no wonder women try so hard to own their body in the way that they dress yeah. and the way that they they act when we literally can't own our bodies people are control like have con- men have control over our bodies in so many ways yeah. so no wonder we're trying to you know have our own control over our own bodies whether that be you know I don't know, as you discussed, like, how we dress or, or, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, exactly, express, like, women are very expressive, generally. Yeah. Like, I wonder why that is. Yeah. Because physically and politically, do we have a lot of control? No. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, well, I think that is everything. Yeah. We're a bit tired now. <laughs> I'm we, all out. That is, yeah, like, all the stuff. That's, that's all we've got. Um... <laughs> My coffee has not revived yet. I mean, I've only had one sip, but it's not going to revive me until the end. Before the end time. Oh. Whatever. End time, end time, <laughs> revived. End time. <laughs> so, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Yeah. Please let us know if you have anything else on the topic that you'd like to share. Um, and... Stay know. safe. Have Stay fun. safe. Live yeah. life. <laughs> Be your best self. Very <laughs> that. Um, yeah, keep dismantling the patriarchy. And have a lovely week. Yep. Yes. From two queens to another queen. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.